This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey Jamie, why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp, the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. They can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, they can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well, what can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. Exactly, my friend. Now, doesn't that make you feel better? Yes, bruv. That's so much more off my mind. <laughs> Welcome everyone to another episode of Two Men No Hope, another Friday, another episode, and uh, with me as always is Jamie, how you doing man? I'm good, I'm good, happy to be back. Yeah I know, it feels <laughs> like forever between recordings, but unlike our uh, our uh, guest today, because we know that Brian, who we normally have on the podcast, is a is a labour master and he puts the whip out with his co-op. He does. So, um, but we're lucky enough to tear one of them away today. We've got Ant from the um, review hey. industry. How's it going? How are man? you, fellas? Oh. It's nice to finally speak. I, I know um, some of our mutual listeners have been requesting this for some time now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I know, um, and I thank you for this. Uh, some when when Brian first came on your show, I know it was several months ago, maybe maybe even close to a year. Uh, immediately we got a response from some of your fans who kind of came on over. I I thought that was great. And it's really just an ego boost for us to have some people from across the pond listening to us, to have anyone (laughs) listening to us, really. uh, (laughs) Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Oh, no, no. More than happy to, man. It's our our honor, mate. Brian's a really good guest. And he's always like... He is. He knows how to talk. I find that he's one of the uh, easiest people I've ever met to talk to. Mm, he, he can talk to anyone about anything, and he doesn't shut up either. He takes over <laughs> anywhere he goes. The, uh, you have to yell at him. Yeah, yeah. The, the first episode, <laughs> the editing was so easy because it was just mostly Brian. And then the yeah. next time he came on, we sort of it balanced itself out because I think we knew to sort of like interrupt him. But um, yeah. no, it's always a good laugh. Yeah, he's a good time. And he he's kind of like, uh, as far as our show is concerned, the catalyst behind the whole thing. You know, he's. Um, he was the guy that knew the Tell Him Steve Day people and kind of... he He's he's the ambitious one. I'll say that. He likes to push me and Steve to kind of make things happen. Whereas <laughs> if it was just left to us, we would just do nothing. So, Yeah, because um, I think he told us you guys record something like three episodes ago. 
We used to. Oh. We used to do three. Uh, we've uh, me and me and Steve revolted from that because yeah. it was just <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, that is we're, crazy. We're back down to two or one. We prefer one because mm-hmm. you know you do three in a row, and by the third one, you're just burnt out. The the third one always suffers as far as quality is concerned. Yeah. Oh, definitely. How about you guys? Just just the one one a week. What do you do? Oh, uh, we tend to, we because we release like uh, short mini episodes like on Monday and Wednesday, so we record. Mm. We try to be ahead, but we're always behind. It always seems to be a, a time that we're behind. <laughs> always. Always seem to, to fall behind. I, I know, um, just speaking for myself, my wife hates Brian. Hates uh, <laughs> that he that he has us recording on, on our weekends. You know. Oh, yeah. If I was doing weekend record, Charlotte would be kicking off, I think. Yeah. It, it, it takes a lot of time away from the couple's schedule. You know? It does. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm lucky enough that my missus like sits me down and makes sure as I get it all done. Otherwise, it would just be just never ending. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, no, Jamie's yeah. always on holiday as well, so that messes things up, aren't you, Jamie? You know, I was just looking at some of the clips you got have up on social media, and I realized you guys get around, or at least you do, Jamie. He does. You, you yeah, I, I t- my my wife's got expensive tastes. We, we oh really? <laughs> we go uh, abroad. We have a place in Portugal. And then we uh, go like probably about two other places a year, so two, three holidays oh, no. a year. I didn't realize I was speaking to an aristocrat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Accent, you, you should have the posh accent. Oh no, oh, no. The, well, I married up. I married up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you guys, you guys are known the the uh, the UK. You guys are known for traveling abroad. Us mm. Americans, we kind of we kind of stick to our own shores for the most part. Well, and then when we do go out, people hate us, so <laughs> we're loud. Yeah, when I was in Greece, actually, there was a lot of Americans there because there was a cruise ship. Really? Yeah, there was. A, uh, okay. like, yeah, we do like a good shitload. cruise. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I don't know why I'm saying that. I just got back from Canada about a week and a half. Oh, ago. I love I Canada. That counts. That's kind of like going to see your neighbor's house. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I was in Montreal, so that was a lot of fun. Oh, you guys nice. Ever go up to uh, Quebecois? Uh, Toronto, I normally go to. Okay. Yeah, I've got yeah, a mate that lives like? there. I've never been there. Oh, it's really nice. Like, I don't travel pretty much. Um, I've always been skint, like, no money. So I don't travel mm. hardly ever. But I always go try and once a year to go see him. But oh, yeah, no, it's a different world, man. Him, the band? No, no, my mate. We, he comes on the podcast sometimes, mate, Jim. Oh. But he, um, he's there with his wife. And uh, yeah, so good. Looked forward to yeah, it. Yeah, he moved year. out there a few years ago. Didn't How many years ago? It must be years ago now, isn't oh, it? Ten man. years? Something like, no, more than that. Because I think for ca- Canadian citizenship, I think you have to be there ten years. Oh, really? That sounds about right. Yeah, so I think it must be like 15, maybe more than that. They uh, The stereotype around these parts is that Toronto is like New York light. Like, uh, I know when, when movies want to film in New York, but they can't afford it. They go to Toronto because it kind of looks like New York. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah they have their own. They have their own uh, walk of fame, didn't they? Like uh, stars. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, I wanted to go see, but I never got around to doing it because. Um, mm. Oh, what's the one? The guy from the Ghostbusters got one. Oh, what's his name? Right, uh, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because he's who got blown by a ghost on camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the crystal head guy. But um, yeah, yeah so I wouldn't guess that. He's a nut job, but I love him. Have you? Um, do, you do you ever notice his cameo in Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones? 
No. He said it for about 30 seconds. Dan oh, really? No, I no, no, no. It's right in the beginning when uh, when he's getting on the plane to escape from the Chinese mafia. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, he's the British guy that kind of helps him and gets him on the plane. And he's doing the most ridiculous British accent I've ever heard. <laughs> He's, I don't think he's credited in the movie because he was a big star star at the time. Oh, I guess I have a look now. Yeah, yeah, that's a weird callback. Oh, like, there's no way I would have noticed that either. No, mm. not unless I watched I it. I haven't right seen now. it eight hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was saying earlier, I was watching, um, no, watching, listening to your episode of three hundred. Mm-hmm. I love that. I some because I would listen to your show like movies I've seen, and sometimes I think well, myself. Thank you. I appreciate. That. I. Uh, I kind of like, because I like, I'm a big movie guy. Sometimes mm-hmm. I like to be in that land of I had no idea that was wrong. Especially with like, oh. Braveheart was one of the like, oh, yeah, historically yeah, yeah. inaccurate films of like Mel all Gibson time. did not care at all <laughs> <laughs> about uh, what was what was going on in reality. But uh, it's made for a great movie though. You know, you can't, oh, I, I always uh, seem to be the guy that takes off points because we, we like to give it a number grade at the end of the show mm-hmm. uh, for historical accuracy. But sometimes you got to bend the truth to make a good movie, and Braveheart, I think, certainly fits the bill with that. It's it's a great movie. Oh, yeah. It's not real history. Whereas like something like... Um, I know we've we've done a bunch of these. What was I saying? Oh, oh Alexander. You ever see Alexander? No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. With uh, Colin Farrell? Which is about Alexander the Great. Yeah, that yeah. movie um, historically accurate. It's great as far as that. The movie itself boring as all hell and not good. <laughs> so you know, sometimes you, you take the good with the bad with that. Oh yeah, but I was glad to hear that a lot of like three hundred, even like some of the lines were. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the one liners. The, the Spartans were known for that. Yeah, they call it laconic speech, which comes from them. They were known as the Lacedaemonians in Greek society. Like Spart- they, they didn't call themselves Spartans. They were the Lacedaemonians. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. It makes was it free, I... in three hundred. Was it where that hunchback geezer's following them around the yeah. whole time? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Gollum guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That I, I, I don't know. You, you, you watched the episode, so you know yeah. when I, when I first saw that movie when it came out, it drove me insane as yeah. far as. Um, <laughs> the, ins- the the ridiculousness they put up on screen with monsters and, and goblins and, and golem guys. Yeah, I was but, laughing because uh, you were talking about the sex tent. He goes in and it's just yeah, a tent. He goes into like... Like... <laughs> Brian, Brian called it the pleasure dome. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the absurd, like, Eastern uh, debauchery, yeah. you know, from the, from the view of the Greeks anyway. And they would have seen it like like them like that. They the if you go back to the Herodotus and, and some of the early writings, a lot of those uh, criticisms they have of Persia is just at how sexed up and and gay they are. So <laughs> they they definitely thought of them as effeminate. Yeah, it just made me laugh because obviously I've seen it quite a lot of times, but I never because when he goes in. It's not like really loads of attractive people. It's like people who are like no, it, they're and... they're like monsters. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a paraplegic hooker, <laughs> yeah, and he's like looking at it like, yes, this is what I need. You think you think he'd pick, you know, he'd want he'd be interested in attractive people. No, I'm a goblin man who goes for goblin men. So... <laughs> <laughs> he knows his place. He's not hitting above his belt. He yeah. knows his stature. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I was laughing because, and then so... they give him a hat. 
That's his big thing. <laughs> everyone wants a, everyone wants a nice hat. You know what I mean? Back then, hat was good. The, that part um, of the movie, I just couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah, like Jamie's saying we do like um, like mini segments. So I have a bit on Wednesday where I read stories because I want to try and get better reading like the emails out for the show. And someone requested um, Greek myths. Mm-hmm. And now, I, like, I'm borderline retarded when it comes to reading things out, which you'll hear later. But I was I so so happy to hear that Brian couldn't get the Greek names right because oh. I'm horrendous. Like, if you listen to my oh. Greek stories, it's just stumbling <laughs> over everyone's name. We did, uh, it's got to be over a year ago now, we did Troy. Oh, I love mm, Troy. With uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Him trying to say Agamemnon <laughs> was like one of the most daunting things he's ever done in his life. <laughs> I think he attempted it a hundred times before he got it halfway right. He still can't do it. Yeah, Agamemnon, Herodotus messed him up. Herodotus, uh, yeah. He would hear uh, it though, like you would say it to him right, yeah. and then he would repeat I'd make it him back say wrong. It slow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah i could feel myself like virtually high five and brian going i know that boat mate don't <laughs> worry <job>. about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's awful like especially because the book i've got is like a part story part like historical mm-hmm. and there's sections where say like um uh when they're going for the golden fleece like and they tell you the whole crew and is that perseus um golden fl- i know i know that i just i should know that because i've read it the other day um but yeah so he goes through the crew and it's like the worst two minutes of my life because it's like you just hear me going like uh and i try and cut it out and then i say the name wrong. And by the end of it i've just i'm just comfortable saying it wrong that i just it sounds right yeah. now and that becomes i remember um you know the, the word a bit this is when i was a little kid i heard the word abyss uh, actually i read it but i read it as abies and then until I was like 15, I would say Abies instead of Abyss. And people would look at me like I'm stupid. <laughs> Just because that became the word in my brain. Oh, no. So what, I, um, uh, we have a word in the UK called Chav. Have you ever heard of the word Chav? Those are sluts, aren't they? No, it's, uh, it's like a... a... Slag. I'm thinking of Slag. Yeah, you're thinking Slag. Yeah. <laughs> slag, yeah. slag, that's one, yeah. Slag, yeah. Uh, that's a brilliant word, Slag. I love that word. Um, <laughs> there's a word called Chav, which is counts a house and violent. It just means that like rough, like kids want to be gangster type uh, kids. Wiggers. And... We call them Wiggers. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Similar, <laughs> similar situation. And I only read it in a newspaper... So I went to school thinking that it was Chavs and everyone ripped into me for about two years because I called Chavs Chavs. They were like thinking that I've come up with this posh way of saying it. Oh, Chavs. Chavs. Chavs yeah. out here. <laughs> um, whereabouts in the UK are you guys from? Uh, are you Londoners? Close. Near, nearby. Nearby, about mm-hmm. 20 minutes outside of London. Mm-hmm. Okay. My grandmother was uh, from a town outside of Birmingham called uh, Warsaw. Oh, yeah. And I've told okay. that is uh, where Ozzy and Rob Halford are both from. So I like to yeah. tell people. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Dan lives in Scotland now, though, don't you, Dan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I moved oh, up really? like eight years ago. Yeah, I couldn't handle it anymore, man. I'm, I'm an English person that hates the English, so I had to get away. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, standard stuff. <laughs> Scots, then. Yeah, funny Scots, enough. I imagine they're a, more, a bit more rough and tumble. Well, you say That's that though, but I've, I've always, they've always been really nice to me. So oh, yeah. it, must, it must have been a different era, unless I'm just fitting 
quite nice. It is strange. It mm. is strange when you go to Scotland because people speak to you. Where the closer you get to London, the less people speak to you. Like if you speak to someone in public that you don't know, it's like frowned upon down here. Like you, people just think you're a fucking nutcase. But if mm. you're in Scotland, everyone's chatting to each other in the street. They're just nicer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, that's that's kind of New York versus the rest of our country. You know, we have <laughs> a reputation of being uh, a bit rough around the edges. But uh, yeah, I guess that's true because I, I you, you hear when you leave New York City and go out into the the country, mm. uh, everybody's you know, oh hi, how are you? You know, whereas we would never do that. We're, it's no. it's always mindful business. Keep your head down around here. Yeah, and, look at the ground. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm fascinated by Yorkshire, the north. Yorkshire, yeah. Yeah, because I've, I've heard um, that that is like the English uh, Alabama. Yeah. You know, in our in our country, Alabama yeah. is kind of looked at as the backwoods. But <laughs> the, uh, one of my favorite bands are a bunch of Yorkshiremen. The, uh, my Dying Bride, they're a doom metal band. You ever hear of them? I haven't, no. No, I've not heard no, them, They're kind of old. But uh, but I love that accent. It's so, like, horrible. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they miss like the place... entire words out, don't they? People yeah. from Yorkshire. You go mm. in the pub and there'll be that one old guy that no one understands, but they all speak to mm. him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. do you ever watch Clarkson's Farm? No, I don't know what that is. A Je- a Jeremy Clarkson? He did Top Gear. Sorry. Oh okay. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he does um, a new show on Amazon called Clarkson's Farm, where he basically he had a farmland, and the person that he paid to look o- over it was retiring, so he was like, "Oh fuck it, I'll do it." Mm-hmm. And there's a guy in that that fixes his walls. That he doesn't done it all speak the time. a word of English, and they can't <laughs> even uh, subtitle it. And Jeremy Clarkson just stands there and goes, "Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that. Just nuts, Adam. But like, he's the nicest guy, and like, he's like the best character in the show. But he just—you have no idea what he's saying at all. That's great. I love that. Oh, you have to check it out. That show's amazing. Yeah, Clarkson's Farm. Clarkson's Farm. It is, yeah. it is good. Yeah, it should be on Amazon Prime in the US. I it's quite good sure as, it as well because it teaches you a bit about our uh, farming and stuff like that. Because you don't realise how tough it is and how much, how little you make from it and things. And how, how much dickheads sheeps are as well. Sheeps are dickheads. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah have, you, have you had much experience with sheep? Oh no. no you I, I, I'm from a town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you're Welsh, the Welsh are pretty good with the sheep. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. The and the cake there. <laughs> yeah, it was making me laugh you at the end of 300 because they were waiting for your uh, your number on the that they thought you were going to aim it really low, didn't they? I thought I was going to hate it. I did not. I, I actually enjoyed the movie on the second go. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's worth talking about. It's a good movie. It is, like I, like I said in the show, it's a propaganda piece for the American military movie. I didn't even think about that. But when you were talking about it, I was like, oh, shit, yeah. Because we don't have stuff like that. We used to have this commercial that would play around the clock when that movie came out, like 2005, 2006, that was for the Navy. And they're... they're their um their slogan was accelerate your life and it was the i don't know if you've ever seen um oh god it's an english movie oh no 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 i'm thinking of train spotting no um doesn't matter there's a famous guy uh with like a deep deep voice guy you sounded like this and he'd go accelerate your life and they'd play godsmack 
over it. And oh, it was like this metal, this, this <laughs> new metal chug riff. And the whole movie looks like that commercial. Like, join the Navy. We got to go fight the Taliban. Uh, that's definitely the vibe of the film. That's what I got out of it anyway. I mean, somebody else might disagree with me. Oh, I just felt that. I, I, I was begging Brian to put... I, we just, we, me and Brian and Steve just recorded uh, two days ago. Oh, yeah. And uh, it came up on the show as we were talking that I was annoyed that he didn't put that commercial in the episode because Brian never did that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we just started yelling at each other. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been good because obviously we don't know over here. But um, yeah, because when I messaged Brian to, to pass message to you, I was like, I love the episode, and I was like, and the part with the wife and the government and that is mm. completely and utterly pointless. Like when I watch it now, because the whole yeah, if you it put it all together, it's add like, anything. No, it's like fifteen minutes of content for the whole film, and I just skip it. I mean, why can't you, you just have? It takes away nothing. No, it, it's um, it's a weird take on. Uh the democratic process as far as what they uh what they're trying to portray because yeah. you know the classical story of, of thermopylae and, and the 300 is like this is the battle that saved western civilization right the the eastern yeah. horde has come it's going to kill the greeks it's going to kill athens which is the birthplace of democracy and there's going to be nothing left but tyranny and then every instance in the movie where they portray the democratic system is negative mm -hmm. you know they they have um gorgo uh who's leonidas's wife played by cersei lannister don't ask me her real name no. uh she she wants to get this council moving and the way that they uh get it to get the system to even function is she has to bribe someone and it's very explicit and everybody understands that it's like the pro the cost of doing business is we need to bribe the people that are involved in the system to even make the system function and then it turns out that that bribe itself is rape you know <laughs> she nice. has to be raped by senators in order for them to even consider bringing the army out to save themselves yeah. it's this weird suicidal thing and then on top of that i, I got into it on the show with, with the religious aspect of everything um yeah it's it's a weird choice and it's not a necessary choice in that movie in my opinion no so it weren't in yeah. the comic. It was completely and utterly. But there's that. Have you read the comic? Yeah, I've got it downstairs. I I got like a hardback version of it because it was back then one of my favorite movies. But like mm -hmm. I said to Jamie before in a previous one, I hate this, the rules they have towards like books and movies and things like that where they have to have that female character. They have to have that love interest. And even in the film where they were saying, oh, even though he loves her, a Spartan will never say I love you to his wife. And it's like, well, then yeah. don't bring it up then. Like what's the? <laughs> you know what I mean, you just—it's Do, pointless. Doesn't that feel like it's that's more of a new thing? Like the, the, that, yeah, the, the more woke we're getting, stuff. it's definitely coming more and more. No, I think I always felt that sort of like you can't just have a straightforward. I'm trying to think of like examples, but there's always that, especially with like everyone's seen the Green Lantern movie, which is an absolutely terrible waste of time. But like the original story of that, there was nothing to do with his misses. Like he, the first Green Lantern, he left the planet for fucking years. He was gone doing like training and going the galaxy. But that they was had, Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah, yeah. But they had to have this female character that he was in love with for like 
the whole movie and it was that mm. was the whole i, I want to i want to jump in and join yours but i'm the guy i didn't see it oh <laughs> it's not worth it but that was the only thing i could think that come to mind because that really annoyed me about that film but it's just that whole um did you see the Zack schneider um extended version of justice league yeah i didn't see any version i'm i'm not the superhero guy Unfortunately. These are just terrible movies because they have to have that female character. Because in the extended cut, it was like four hours long. Mm-hmm. There's just a scene of Lois Lane going to Superman's grave four times, and it's what? basically the same fucking scene. And you're like, "That's the Snyder cut." Yeah, yeah. The, the, they, uh-huh. they didn't get in the cinema, and you're like, the first time you're like, "Oh, you know, she's going. She gives coffee to the police officer, and then she stands and she gets a bit mopey." And you're like. Okay, yeah, she misses him, and she still thinks about him. That's fine. It comes mm-hmm. again. Basically shot scene for scene, and Same then it thing. comes back again, and you're like, holy fuck, how many times do I need to see this? How redundant. <laughs> yeah, four-hour That cut. was like, um, we talked about Gandhi on the show, the, the movie Gandhi with Ben Kingsley from the 80s. Oh, yeah. Uh, that movie is just the same sequence of events four times. Like, he, he, um, he gets arrested... Uh, he gets out, he complains, and he starves himself. And then he does it four times throughout the whole movie. <laughs> it's four hours of just that happening over and over again. Not a bad movie, though. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Oh, fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Yeah, sometimes you got to trust that the, the uh, audience are actually watching the thing and they get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Or just yeah. right at the bottom, because sometimes, what film was it? And uh, I come out of it. Oh, the Queen movie with um oh oh the, the freddie mercury movie yeah yeah and uh i come out and i was like that made no fucking sense and everyone's like what do you mean i was like for once you couldn't fit his entire career in one movie for the start but not once did they put up a like a date or like this is like a year from what you've last seen it was just cuts of his entire life there's one minute where he's just found out he's got because he had like a really bad relationship with his dad Mm-hmm. and he didn't like that he was gay you, yeah. you had no idea that it was happening until he got aids and then all of a sudden he's at home with his, Wait, dad. his dad didn't know what that he had aids no, the, the, no. <laughs> that's what i mean in the movie it's like <laughs> his dad's not mentioned and then all of a sudden he's at home going and his dad's accepting him in and you're like hang on a minute like what oh, so what, are what you saying because of the time jumps you mean yeah and there sense. was no like indication of the time so it could have no, just right. been the next day he's got oh oh yesterday he got AIDS oh now he's dying <laughs> it's like I mean like what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah I know yeah what a rough fucking it's like the life of a fly isn't it what a thing to pick up on on that film because I, I didn't even think about that oh I'm just overly critical because I was really looking forward and you know the actors and everything were great it just was great. I have a I have a, a theory about um the song, the Elton John song, "I'm Still Standing." You ever see that? Oh, right it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a great song. Mm-hmm. But uh, the music video for it may be the gayest thing ever put to film. <laughs> it's him dancing around on the beach with a bunch of buff guys, like yeah. in bathing suits and like doing exercises and stuff. And he's just, you know, I'm still standing. Uh, I think, and it came out in like 1988, 89. I think that's his him yelling at AIDS. Like you didn't get me AIDS. I'm still standing. <laughs> <laughs> While he frolics with a load of men. Yeah. yeah, I, mean, it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love in the film as well. Like they did that identical like scene for scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They recreated that in the credits, right? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, such a good film. I never thought about that way, but it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll do the disclaimer and then we'll we'll crack on with the emails. Sure. Okay. Uh, please remember that all the opinions in the show are those of the hosts and should only be taken as food for thought. We're in no way telling you to do anything. Everything is kept anonymous for the safety of the listeners and no information is shared to anyone else. If you are easily offended by people's opinions or views, then thank you for making it this far, but this is not the podcast for you. See you later. Now, please enjoy the rest of the show. So, have you listened to the show? Did Brian explain... I have listened to several of your episodes. Oh, great. I've listened to the ones that uh, that he had on. Your emails are way better than ours. Well, we sort of <laughs> open ourselves to them. Yeah, so like you can say whatever you want, like the listeners expect, you know, your honesty and stuff like that, but obviously no racism, standard stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I know I, you shouldn't have to say that nowadays, but, you know, someone might get you know, excited. Someone might be You be should say to it to me. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, be as honest as you want, you know what I mean, the... Sure Listeners thing. don't mind it. Uh, right. Let's see. Don't read out my response. Um, good <laughs> evening, gents. Daniel's birthday episode was fucking epic. Jim is a good guest. Can't wait to see him come back. I was ple- pleasantly surprised when it wasn't a D&D episode as he gave some sound advice. The D&D episodes are coming back. Everyone seems to be enjoying without them, but they're definitely coming back. Um, you guys Dungeons and Dragons live on the show? Yeah, so You've like done it a few times, yeah. Yeah, Jim a couple of times. Um does a lot what of stuff are your characters? with Oh, it depends on what Jim does. The first episode was Aliens. Okay. And we had to we landed on it was uh the Aliens 2, so it was that planet. Oh, oh, okay, like the the movie Aliens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, it was uh, uh, we don't know what we're doing, so it's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've been really I've gotten really into in the last like two months Baldur's Gate three. Oh man, and I want to play that. It's fantastic. Yeah, and it it's like good. the Dungeons and Dragons. I'm not even a D and D guy, but this this got me. It's it's in the it's a video game in the uh, the Dungeons and Dragons world where you can kind of just do anything. It's I've never seen this level of freedom in a game before. Oh man, oh, really? I want to play it so bad. I keep seeing the the footage of a squirrel. That keeps attacking people. Yeah, you can kick a squirrel against a tree violently. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone's reaction was like, they didn't expect that to happen. I'm like, you're kicking a squirrel. What did you think was gonna like? What was gonna come out of that? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But yeah, no, we um, yeah, Jim uh works with a well, he started a Twitter account called Knights of the Braille because he's losing his sight. So he helps people with like that are losing their sight or visually impaired to come together and play like D and D. That's great. So we sort of, we'd never done it. And we were like, Jim, mm-hmm. make us a a game and come on and play it. And we'll, and it just went from there. It was really good fun. So we carried it on. <laughs> yeah. That's really great. I, it's charitable. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, nice, yeah. It's nice to meet nice people. Well, there's that as well, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All jokes aside, I'm working from home at the minute and it's driving me crazy. It was amazing at first, but now I feel so unmotivated, bored and lonely which sounds strange as every as anything because my partner is home all day too, but I'm only interacting with her. Any suggestions on how I can not crack up? Cheers. I so uh, I don't know what you do for a job, Anne, but like, did you get to work from home during COVID or anything? I have never revealed on uh, on my oh, show. Oh, so you don't just uh, did you work from what home? What I do, you have to. But uh, I am a a, a blue collar guy. I work with my hands. Okay. Uh, um, and a lot of my work is outside. 
So um, I do not really. I I my hell would be working in an office. Yeah. Like having to put on the suit and tie, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, and and go into an office every day. That that sounds like just the worst experience a person could do. I like being able to move around and and, and do stuff. So I feel for this guy. He's got to get out. Um, yeah. One of my favorite activities is, and we just talked about this with Brian Johnson on the on our show. Uh, I like to go out and I go, I go in the woods a lot. I like to just walk around the woods and like just be in nature. You, I think I think it's therapeutic. It helps the soul. Yeah, like, definitely. definitely. You got to just go out, get out there, like get out of the house. What what do you what do you guys do? You um, are you homebodies? Uh, uh, no, I work in uh, I work in aerospace, doing um, working oh, with you're helicopters smart. and stuff. No, he's not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I just got to cut that in there. No, because, no. You under the I, I found yeah. my I found my way into it. <laughs> Um, helicopters. Yeah, mainly, mainly helicopters. That's um, cool. But I, if I've got a busy day, because I do twelve-hour shifts, if I've got a busy day, sometimes I don't know what weather it is outside because I'm in a clean room environment all the time. So I'll be like, people will be like, "Oh, it's been pissing down all day. It's been raining all day." I'll be like, "Oh, is it?" And then that's when I realise I need to get outside. Yeah. I used to smoke, so that used to be my excuse, yeah. but. Uh, now I'm not smoking. I don't go out as much. Mm. Mm. Well, you know, smoking, quitting smoking, very bad for your health mentally. It's bad for my UV. Yeah, see, I'm the same. I'm I'm a butcher, so I didn't get to. If I could have done it from home, it would have been much easier. But they wouldn't allow it. Yeah, uh, I imagine the smell would be a problem. I oh, see. The people say that, but I'm. I'm not in that abattoir bit. I'm in like, so it's all done and it's just basically like a, a chef's, it's like everything's clean. It's just meat mm-hmm. coming in. There's no, you know, but obviously. Do you cook? Are you, a, are you a chef? No, no, I just separate like. You like, just cut it. Yeah, yeah, muscles and <laughs> I won't go into that. No, we're big advocators <laughs> for the air fry, aren't we? That's the oh, closest yeah, yeah. you get to cooking. <laughs> I, 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 no, I can cook, thank you very much. Don't <laughs> salty my name on the show. I can cook. Um, even though Sabina, my missus, keeps having a go that I haven't cooked or anything yet, and I'm like, I didn't say that. What are you talking about? Mm. Um, yeah, it was. It's hard, isn't it? Like when you work from home, but then I think you have to treat it as if you're in an office, right? So you have every like a schedule. You got to keep everything. I, I find that a lot of the people that work from home they slide into this thing where they just give up on life, like yeah. they won't get yeah. trust. When you start showing up on that laptop or whatever you're doing in your pajamas, you've lost. Yeah. Like you have to act like you're still part of the human race. Yeah. No. Yeah. Otherwise, you're doomed. You're 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 falling into a level of darkness that you're not going to get out of easily. Yeah. I think so after the first it, three months, when you've wanked yourself to death being at home mm-hmm. all day. Um, true. How great are those stories about people that are on like Zoom meetings? Have you not seen it? <laughs> They just start jerking off. There's a <laughs> Sabina sent me a video the other day, and you see the guy click the the cancel his video, but mm-hmm. then he hits it twice, so it blanks. Oh, no. It comes back, and then he goes leaves the room and he comes back with a big tub of like squirty Vaseline stuff, <laughs> and he puts it down. And they're going, Steve, Steve, don't do Steve, it, Steve, Steve. We can see you, and he's like. <laughs> I would absolutely. Do you ever like do, like if you're just jacking it, 
Do you really need the Vaseline and lube? Like, I, it's just I, that's, so much work. That's commitment. Yeah, that is commitment. Yeah. <laughs> and unless it's supposed to be relaxing, I don't want to have big cleanup afterward. <laughs> I still have my foreskin as well, so I don't need all that fucking lube and because that's, nah, that's it, right? The... I see. We have a gentile among yeah, us. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still fresh. But um, you yeah, like... Smeg. You have to, you have to, you ever have to deal with Smeg? Oh yeah, no, you got to keep it clean. I know, yeah. If anything, I've still got it, but there's a lot more maintenance now. I think sometimes I'd like the, yeah, I mean, opposite, but I ain't going to go through that. Do you guys know about the uh, Opie and Anthony show over there? I've heard of it. I no, don't know much a, about it. It was yeah. a very popular radio show here in the States, and uh, I was a massive fan of it for many years. And one of the guys on that show, his name was Sam Roberts, he uh, famously had, like, giant foreskin. <laughs> and it would actually cover his pee hole. So no when he way. would piss, it would fill up the foreskin like a balloon. Oh, and he'd have man. to drain it out. <laughs> so he got circumcised at like age 19. And whenever somebody, whenever somebody brings up foreskin, because, you know, in our field, that happens a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think of Sam. <laughs> There's always something that comes to mind, isn't there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I would have to treat it like an act, like you're still in the office, right? So if like my missus was there, I'd be like, I need you to help me out with this. Like when I go for lunch breaks, you've got to be like a co-worker. We're meeting for lunch. So I, was like, I thought you meant help me out. No, know? well. <laughs> that would be good. If, I mean, if you're at home, yeah. You've got, you got to use that time up. But yeah, like you keep a schedule. You get up at the same time, go for your lunch. And then, but then, yeah, you need to get out of the house. Because then your mm-hmm. house and your and your workplace are now one. There's yeah. no reprieve. Yeah. yeah. So you need to get out. Like, so that's a really good, like, go for a walk or something like that just to get the air and then... It seems so basic, doesn't it? Just yeah. go for a walk. <laughs> hey, man. I that, think it's needed, though, because I think, like you... People need um... to blow off steam. You have to be able to go to the pub, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. the pub, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Did they close your pubs? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. They closed everything. Everything. And then... Like... The only thing that was open was supermarkets. Right, yeah. and it was liquor stores. It was ruined because like when you went to the pub, you couldn't interact with anyone, and you had to like sit like three bar stools apart from each other. So the whole point of going to a pub to interact mm-hmm. with people, you weren't allowed to do. You couldn't go to the bar because you weren't allowed to talk to the. Yes, yeah, so did I ever tell you about the first time I went to the pub when lockdown restrictions were still quite strict and you weren't allowed to leave the table? Me and two, me and two of the lads went, and we 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 weren't allowed to get drunk in pubs, which was fucking ridiculous. They were only allowed to eat. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You weren't allowed to get drunk in pubs. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they were like they were maxing you out for like two hours, two, and then you have to leave. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god! What we did? uh, (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What we decided to do is we booked because you had two hour slots. We booked a table for like four o'clock a table for six o'clock a table for eight o'clock and a table for ten okay. uh quarter past ten and we just jumped between tables each guy <laughs> the barmaid by the by our third table the barmaid was like we're not serving you guys anymore and we were absolutely trashed with our with our plate of onion rings because <laughs> we power. had to pretend we were eating <laughs> yeah because it's like when you get drunk right you just like you, the rules are out the window you just piss about and that's what they were trying yeah. to stop. Sure. Yeah. They're but... never going to be able to do it again. No one's going to listen next time. No. What's your poison? Are you a beer guy? Uh, not anymore. I used to be. I used to be. I found out I was allergic to beer, which is mad. Really? 
Yeah. So now I'm more. Uh, I've always liked my whiskies, but now I'm more like mm. I have like vodka and coke or vodka and Red Bull or something like that. One of one of the reasons I was just in Canada was to get my hands. I bought uh, a couple of bottles of this stuff I love. It's called Sautelier. It's a uh, Quebec maple whiskey. Oh wow! Ooh. It's like the most delicious thing you've ever had. And what what they do up there is they'll take a shot of that this maple whiskey and put it in a Guinness. Oh yeah! It's like it's perfect. It, it's heaven. And you cannot import it into the u.s for some reason they won't send it to us so the only way to get your hands on it down here is like to pay four hundred dollars a bottle or something jesus or go up there so i brought home a whole bunch of bottles and i'm, I'm very happy right now <laughs> so do you still do your thing at home you get the guinness and you put it in there of course you have to I'm not although like... i hear stories that we get like the shitty guinness have you ever heard this well i know you that guinness. um Guinness in Ireland, they they oh. only ex- they export a certain type to mm. the US that's like bad. <laughs> <laughs> they export even to England. They in Ireland they uh, keep the good stuff. They keep because yeah. I I didn't like Guinness until I went to Ireland, and mm-hmm. when I was in Dublin where the factory is, I was like, this is a completely different fucking drink <laughs> compared to what we get in London. Yeah, it's I love totally Guinness. different. I want to I want to have the good stuff. I guess I gotta go over there. I uh, yeah. when I went to Canada, you you guys get um like a Guinness beer, I think it's called Guinness Blonde. Yes, we have that. Yeah, we can't get that, but that's actually re- I actually really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, we can't, we don't yeah. get it. That's an American Canadian thing. Mm. Bastards. Oh. There's always something in there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, the reason you're feeling unmotivated is everything is because obviously. You're at home. You're at work. Your house is now is not your home. Mm. So the easiest thing, like Ant said, is just to get out and just do. You know, what I mean, get some fresh air. Try and push yourself to go out and like meet your mates and things like that, just to break it up. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah. I do think structure helps as well because if it was me, I would be cramming all of my work into like an hour and then fucking around for eight hours. <laughs> That's what I would be doing. I'd get one of those things to put my mouse on that vibrates to think I'm yeah. at the table. I'd just <laughs> be sitting on the robots. toilet the whole time, yeah. <laughs> just for- Jamie, I just realized that uh, your outfit, you're like Mr. The Bronx right now. The, the Almost, Bronx, yeah. You yeah. Shirt, the Knicks hat. Have, <laughs> have, you, have you come over here? I haven't. I've not been over there yet, no. I, no. I'm a massive NBA fan, so I've got mm-hmm. a, probably about 20... Oh yeah, every episode's a different hat. Yeah, different hat. I've got about mm-hmm. twenty different hats. I'm actually a Boston Celtics fan, so okay. I'm, it's a bit sacrilege wearing the New York uh, hat, but I'm, I wore it. Oh, they hate each color. other. Yeah, the, the bo- people in keen. Boston hate New York more than they like Boston. <laughs> <laughs> They're like rabbit animals. Like if they see, uh, if, they, if if you drive through Massachusetts. Mm. Uh, with a New York license plate, they give you the finger and they'll just like, fuck the Yankees! <laughs> <You know? laughs> Love it. I find their accent is amazing as well. The Boston accent oh, yeah. is amazing. Oh, yeah. Boston. Round the canner. From Boston, yeah. <laughs> I was saying before, there, sucker. there's a guy on um, TikTok that is Mrs. from Boston and uh, he mm. asks her things to wind her up. And then mm. the Barbie movie came out, and all the comments were like, "Ask her about Barbie," and she's like, "Barbie, Barbie, <laughs> fucking Margot Robbie." <Yeah. laughs> 
He's like, he's like, what is that? We're going to see Barbie. It's wicked shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Um, so yeah, hopefully. You ever hear Philly, Philadelphia? Yeah. Oh, I've seen the. It, that's, that's the most unattractive accent in the world, the Philadelphia one. Really? Uh, you yeah, haven't heard. They, you haven't heard a Liverpool accent. Liverpudlian accent. I Scouts. know the Beatles. That wasn't that bad. Oh, I'm the sure they oh they're posh. So. They're posh. <laughs> when you hear the when you hear the real Liverpudlians, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, Paddy the Baddy. His accent's quite thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hopefully. Yeah, man, it's been a couple of weeks since your email, so I'm, I'm sure you got into routine. But yeah, try that out and see. Let's know how it goes, and uh, we'd like to hear from you again. <laughs> I think he has emailed in quite a lot. Uh, so this listener says, Hey, just to let you know, my wedding went well and the weather was amazing. We're going on the honeymoon to Cancun, Mexico in November, providing I get paid for my last freelance job. So we had a listener email in and he was having like a, a wedding abroad. Okay. And he wanted ah, okay. to know... The should... destination wedding. Yeah, he the wanted to know whether he Every should... guest ever. <laughs> Yeah, his was like, should I pay for other people? And we were like, fuck them. Like, it's only about you two, fucking. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to weed the uh, the cattle from the sheep, right? the goats from the sheep with that one. The, yeah. The, the mm. true believers are going to come. Everyone else, you don't need them. Exactly. And it went well. So he did the right thing. Good for him. Um, there in the Caribbean. So he says, as oh, an no, over- Mexico, Cancun. <laughs> as an overweight man getting on a plane i always worry about people t- talking about me i know you've both flown in the past and jamie has mentioned it before about giving people space do you think i'm overthinking it because i feel like it's coming and getting in the way of me going places what do you think yeah you're definitely overthinking it just sit in the aisle seat that's what i do i'm a big guy i can i i just overspill into the aisle no and i'm not hurting anyone <laughs> Do you know what I mean, not annoying anyone. I I think that it's... is a, a necessity. Speaking as a man who has become fat over the years, <laughs> um, yeah, flying is a fucking nightmare. I hate it. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, we went to Las Vegas for Brian's bachelor party, mm. and I spent six hours jammed between another fat woman, and not that I am a fat woman. I'm a fat man. <laughs> uh, I identify as a fat man. Um, <laughs> And uh, an old lady. So it was me in the center. And it was the worst experience of my life. Like, I, I, I refuse to, to fly again until I've lost at least 40 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, um, I think it's the only person that bothers me on a plane is a smelly person. Smelly yeah. is bad. I can, is bad. I can handle overweight people because they just want to sit. They want to. They're uncomfortable as everyone else. We're right? all horribly embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> you're stuck in a little tube with all these people you don't know. But like sardines, yeah. But if you put one smelly person in there, I swear to fuck, I'm. Oh. Well, a smelly person has no reason to live. They should be killed. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. There should be like if a hat. You can't cold. control your smelliness. You lost control of everything. <laughs> there should be like a torpedo tube on a plane. They'd be like, "Oh no, everyone's voted you in there. Get in there and just fire you out into the fucking <laughs> release them down the toilet." And it, yeah, there's like done. a fucking slot. It just lifts up. Um, the worst experience I've had, believe it or not, I've talked about this on the podcast before on a flight. Is I had two midgets. 
next to me, or two dwarfs. That actually sounds pleasant. Yeah, small people. And I thought, this is amazing. (laughs) I'm going to have loads of room, all this stuff. They brought Mm -hmm. steps in. They had little steps to get down off the fucking seat. They were putting... They They brought their own steps? He brought his own step, yeah. It was insane. (laughs) Uh, He um, he was some Spanish guy, and he kept pulling out his laptop, putting it on the thing. Then he was like leaning against me as though I was like a fucking uh, cushion for him. And I was like, the guy's about four foot. This should be lovely for me, but no, he was a right dickhead. Right dickhead. So I don't don't think size matters, unless you're massively obese. Yeah, but they make you pay for two seats fine. over a certain size, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did to Kevin Smith. You remember that story when it happened? Mm, I remember Vaguely, that. Vaguely, yeah. He he went on a plane and the airline forced him to pay for two seats, like publicly. And he, he made a big stink about it. I don't see that'd be horrible. I think that's the catalyst him to start to lose weight. He's all skinny now. I know, he looks really strange. Especially when he does Silent uh, Bob, he looks really fucking... Yeah, weird. Silent Bob is weird now. Yeah, yeah. He's mm. got turkey neck. And he doesn't even bother getting a smaller jacket. He just wears the same size jacket. The like same someone jacket, hasn't accepted yeah. it, yeah. It's like... <laughs> what's, that, what's that? Now he's got a hiding place for Jay when he's in trouble. Just get in the fucking jacket. <laughs> and like Bob with a hump. But, um... Yeah, no, when I come back the last time from Canada, I was like... Um, they How long let... was that flight? Just curious. Uh, it's okay. I'm I'm old now. My knees really hurt. Oh, eight hours. Eight hours. Um, which is nothing for an American. And uh... <laughs> I, That's that's how long it takes for me to drive to work. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> no. So, yeah, I got... I, they, I was like looking at my ticket and I was like, oh, I'm one of the first people on. This is weird. So I went on because I don't pay any extra money for that. Mm-hmm. And I got on, I was walking down the plane and I saw my aisle and I was like, there's someone sitting there already. And I got there and it was the frailest Indian woman you've ever seen in the aisle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, um, I think I'm at wife. the window. Yeah, basically, yeah. It looked a bit like <laughs> as well. I was like, oh, that's my window seat. And I swear to God, it took about 10 minutes to get up. And I was like, I cannot oh, pee man. now for eight hours. So I refused all water. I, I didn't go to sleep because I was like, if I sleep and wake up, my body's going to want to go for a pee. It was the worst flight ever because I'm too English mind good as well. So I didn't want to disturb her during the flight. So I just <laughs> sucked it up the whole fucking way. And then when you we landed, she was the last one to get off. So I just had to sit there and wait for it. Oh, man. Yeah. Every flight I'm on, I gradually get drunk. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's a smart move. Yeah, I'm up and down, up and down, up and down all the time. Nah, fuck, I hate it. I always think to myself, like, I should just book the seat next to the toilet. Because sometimes mm. I think to myself, I'm going to go and I'm going to like, bad stomach. You don't like smelly like. people. How are you going to sit next to the toilet? Because yeah, I, have do- I have a dodgy stomach and I think to myself, if I have to go in there and make a smell, at least I'm smelling it. Yeah, I mean, put, put it. Like your own brand. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone, everyone likes their own brand. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Um, but yeah, no, it's, you're definitely overthinking it. Loads of people of all different sides go on the plane. I said mm. the unless you you get on there and you make a scene or you're really agitating other people no one even will notice so the person next to you will notice i promise you that well there's that yeah, yeah. but who gives a fuck <laughs> yeah i mean it's not like you got to bump into one your other yeah <laughs> be selfish when you get on a plane it's, it's the only way forward it is yeah yeah <laughs> or, or you end up sat next to like gandhi's wife like i did and you uh right. yeah holding a pee in for 8 hours um so this listener says how are you doing this week, gentlemen? I watched the Boondock Saints you both recommended on the show, and it was a brilliant film. I cannot believe I missed it all this time. Have you seen the Boondock Saints, Ant? 
It's one of those movies that everyone I know adores, and I've just never gotten around to watching. Oh. It. No, it's great. <laughs> you know, I like shipping up to Boston too. Uh, <laughs> the Kick Murphys are all right in my book, but um, I just—I've never seen it. I know, I know, I know. I'm—I'm I'm wrong here. Should it, <laughs> shouldn't it not be on the show at some point? Because isn't it based on real people? Is it a true story? I think so. Is it not? I can't. Remember I don't know. That. I don't think so. But I—I I maybe could I'm be just wrong. hopeful then because you want people like that in their life. I um, I'm. We just did uh, this movie, The Burning. Which is oh. a slasher movie from 1981, right? It's about uh, campers in the summer camp type situation, and a guy with big hedge clippers comes and murders them all. Nice. And <laughs> the old and it has nothing to do with reality. It's it's based on bullshit. <laughs> but the only reason we did it was because Brian Johnson from Tell Him Steve Dave. Yeah. We were too scared to tell him no. And that's what you want to do. So we've really stretched the um, the concept of the show to its absolute limit with that one. And I'm desperately trying to kind of rein back in that getting out of hand. I want I want I wanted the show to be about you know historical subjects, yeah, and yeah. not so much just whatever the fuck. Because Brian is constantly trying to push nonsense. Oh yeah, he wants he to, wants the um, spot meet the Spartans. He wants to do now, doesn't he? Yeah, like, yeah, shit no, like that. Bloodsport was one that he keeps like, no, oh, no, it's there was a guy and he told people it was real, but it wasn't. <laughs> he made us watch The King's Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Movie. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's as far, I think, as we could possibly get away with, where mm. it's like they kind of put real stuff in it, mm-hmm. but overall, it's a ridiculous action movie about guys beating up the Kaiser. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> pretty much yeah. It says the script was inspired by real events. He said the director based it on uh stories he Boondock heard Saints. as a bartender in Los Angeles. Yeah, Boondock Saints, yeah. Isn't that in Boston though? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, he sure says it says Boston well while he was in Los Angeles. There's no Irish people in Los Angeles. There's Irish people everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, right. literally everywhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing you can't get away from um but yeah no you gotta watch it anyway um but he says have you ever watched don't tell the bride it's returning this week and frankly i'm here for it and i cannot wait i know you guys enjoy trashy reality shows i haven't watched it but sabina's trying to trying to get it on the telly i'm sure you have jamie uh i haven't started watching it i've got so much to watch man but I've been too busy, but um, I will be watching it because me and Charlotte watch it every year. Do you, and do you watch reality shows or is it purely like movies? Um, no, but <laughs> I have walked in on uh, my wife watching a few, so I get I get a, I get a couple of them. You know what? You know what I like um, as far as reality shows go? Those like baking competitions oh uh, yeah and i know yeah. that sounds absurd but they're kind of awesome well we got the british uh, what Brit- british the, the british baker great british baker yeah 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 bake bake like the, the people that make cakes look like things mm-hmm. i get yeah. into that a little bit and and like uh when they work sugar to make it look like stained glass i think that's pretty cool yeah oh yeah, totally yeah. We, used to, we used to have a show um on the history channel here called pawn stars oh i love oh, yeah, 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 yeah. i liked that, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, storage hunters. I used to love storage hunters as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was American pickers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I love that the two, show. 
the two closeted gay guys that go antiquing every week. <laughs> I, TLC is like my all-time favorite channel. Guy. TLC is amazing. It's just trash. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> TLC oh. is the freak show network. Yeah, oh, it's so it's good. It's like, let's find the most socially lost people in the world and put them on and pretend that it's like for you know scientific and we're being helpful but no it's just putting honey boo boo on display oh man i love know? honey boo boo that's so good um what it always used to wind me up was um extreme couponers yeah 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 that. hoarders remember oh. hoarders oh hoarders, hoarders is so good yeah. there's a uk version which isn't as good because we're really sort of like the americans and all that when you're going through their stuff they're like that's my stuff and then the English people are just sort of like, yeah, you can throw it away. Right. And then their face gets red because they're like, I don't want to say anything. Uh, they keep the stiff up. Yeah, yeah. They're like holding it in. But they're like, I've got to be polite. And it's like, oh, fucking hell. No, the Americans have no problems having mental breakdowns in public. Oh, that's so good. The, the best one of all time is um, the woman that a toilet clogs up. So she just starts going in a bucket and throwing it in the garden. Oh, but then, yes, I think I saw that yeah, one. But then... When the poo bucket got too heavy, she then got another bucket to empty oh. the poo bucket. And it's like, why are you just oh. making more buckets? What, what's going on here? <laughs> and why are they yeah. keeping it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I remember there was one where a woman was shitting in bags, in plastic bags. <laughs> uh-huh. And she would keep them on her stairs. <laughs> so, like, the stairs were lined with hundreds of bags of her own shit. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do with that? <laughs> She's like looking at the color and she's like, oh, there's a bit of nutrition still in that. I'll put that bit later. Oh, man. (laughs) Some people need to be put down. Yeah. I love shows like that. The smelly. But no, extreme couponing would make me red in the face because I'm like, you know, someone is actually paying for all that shit that you've just technically stolen. Mm Because over here, you can't use multiple coupons at the same time. You just can't do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- those are the people that, you know, if you were ever behind them online in the grocery store, you'd have to murder them. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I, would, I would be screaming in their fucking face. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they say it as well. They're like, all oh, right, I've been in here 12 hours now to go to the tills. And then it's like another two hours later. And you can see the servers behind the till just like losing the will to live. From someone that used to work in retail, oh, I would be oh. fucking killing, wanting to kill them. Yeah? I used to hate people with a trolley. I'm like, do you really need that much food? You can't do it Ugh. small. Ugh. <laughs> uh, what was the um, what was the show that uh, your emailer brought up? Oh, uh, don't tell oh, the don't bride. tell the bride. Is it don't tell the bride? I'm sure, that was what it was, wasn't it? Uh, where is it? Oh, uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, don't tell the bride. Yeah, and what is that? Is that not the one? Oh no, I'm getting confused now because we've got quite a few of the same name. Or is let it me, Love at me... First Sight? Is it one of those well, like we import someone from the third world and they get married? Oh no, that's. Oh no, I have seen some of them. Though. <laughs> Fuck. That, that was uh, that was Ninety Day Fiance. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. They had that oh, like, no neck was... guy. This was the one I was thinking of. A couple have given a certain amount of time to plan their wedding. However, the groom must plan everything in detail by himself while staying apart from the bride to be yeah so the, the ah, bride's yeah. got a sort of trust <laughs> that, that yeah so the, the 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 bride has no say in what goes no, on no 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 she's gonna be miserable there's one that i yeah. think the woman turned up and he'd, he'd done basically like a tiki party wedding and it was oh. like flame torches and that and she was she just walked off she was like what is this i see he, one get, as he well gets to pick the where... dress as well he picks the dress 
Uh, everything. Oh, the man always goes mad on the stag dude, doesn't he? He spends loads of money on the stag dude, and then the hen dude is always like in the local bingo hall or something. <laughs> so mm. it's really so shit. you're not having any fun because you're about to get married. No, I can't get you right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh yeah, no, because I thought that was the different one. What's the one? The one that's where... out at the minute. Yeah, there's one where they meet. They meet and then they've got to get married within a certain amount of days. Isn't that 90 Day Fiance? No, this one's actually like they have no idea who each other are. They get put together. They I'm pick sure each it's other. love at first sight. Is that the one? Yeah, they pick each other and then they get a certain amount of days to get married. Yeah. And then at the marriage, they can say, I don't. Yes or no, yeah. There and they go through one. like this thing where they be like interviewed. At, at the end of each week, they get interviewed and they like they talk it's called a commitment ceremony and they've got to fucking discuss their problems and a lot of the time they hate each other so it's fucking brilliant makes sense that's 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 entertaining yeah there yeah. was one that my wife watched like a couple of episodes of about a year ago i think it was on netflix i i'm pretty sure it was an english show where um they'd get no no i'm sorry it was australian it was australian um they would get two mentally handicapped people and put them together Oh yeah, I see that. Oh no, love, the, love the on the spectrum. spectrum. Yeah. yeah, they were looking that for love. Seemed... That... Oh, it's so good. So <laughs> yeah, good. it's it's fascinating, but it makes you feel bad at the end. Oh yeah. no, it was so <laughs> like. There's a guy on there. I think his name was Michael. Like, I wanted to get yeah. on a plane and help him. Like, he was the nicest guy, and like, I was like, <laughs> and he always wore a suit, and he was really respectful because they're not interested in sex, right? They just they actually just want. Like I'm sure some of them are. Well, every, everyone is a little bit, but not on telly. But um, I used to I used to work at an Applebee's. I don't know if you guys know what that is. I see. Uh, was it Brian that had a go at me? Because I was like, Applebee's is amazing. No, I absolutely love it. And You're insane. That's yeah. No, I think it was Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Applebee's is is not amazing, um, but it is popular. Uh, yeah, we have these casual dining restaurants. But me, Brian, and I actually met at Applebee's. Um, we th- there was a guy his name was mike and he was you know he's a slow guy and his job was to roll um silverware forks and knives in napkins oh yeah and those would go out to the tables right but he was the horniest guy in the world <laughs> he was constantly like touching the waitresses and sneaking up on them jesus and <laughs> service yeah, Apple yeah. I, I think they want to have sex so <laughs> such a good show though they did the american version it wasn't as good yeah probably not. yeah no the australian was much i'm sure better. it was nicer um but i i will look at it i will watch the show i promise it's just uh yeah like jamie there's so much to to join and watch is ridiculous um so this listener says hey guys i just lost my driving license for a dui I feel like such an idiot. I was driving back from my friend's house, which is only two blocks over, so I could have walked it, and I should have. It makes getting to work near impossible. I'm not sure what to do about it, whether to tell work the truth or keep it to myself. I'm thinking I may need to get a new job because of the whole thing. Any suggestions? Oof, that's rough. Yeah, that is rough. That is rough. Yeah. That That's life-ending shit over here. Like, they, they really don't tolerate the DUI. In this mm. neck of the woods. Oh, what if you tell mm. like your work about it? Oh, I depending on the job. I know if if at my job someone got a DUI, they're fired. It's over. Yeah. Uh, we we live in perpetual fear of fear of the DUI. Um, 
But uh, yeah, the, Uber exists. There's no excuse for it. You got to just do it. Two blocks as well. That's fucking. That's yeah, five walk, walk. I feel bad for this guy. He yeah. made, he made one, oh, I think it's a woman. Very bad decision. Yeah, yeah it's a woman. <laughs> Sorry, it's a woman. I should have uh, said that. Um, but yeah, it's lo- it is life though. It's that I know. Probably my my dad lost his license at one point when I was young. I think uh, it's quite common in the UK for people to get caught drink driving. So mm. if you um, if you have to tell work, tell work. But if you don't have to say nothing, try and carpool with someone or find figure out a way to get to work. Like there's buses and stuff like that. There's got to be a way to get there. Yeah, because you're saving money, right? Because you're not paying for fuel. You're not paying for car insurance yeah do you have and to pay if your job doesn't involve uh driving then it shouldn't really they don't really need to know no i wouldn't tell really them. and do you pay road tax over there road tax yeah i've never heard of that oh, okay lucky you then it's definitely fucking british thing. It's, it's basic yeah everything we <laughs> you do need a license to be everything we do we have to you pay got, I, we, we we in the u.s like to make fun of your tv licenses our tv oh, yeah. Mate. yeah we pay for the privilege of everything so the road tax yes. is paying for the privilege to use the roads uh, you know they're trying to introduce that over here we just introduced in, in manhattan here in new york city uh, a congestion tax we, oh, yeah, we get like, like yeah. certain times cities. of the day mm. if your car gets picked up in manhattan you get you get a bill for it yeah yeah thankfully I've, I've been able to avoid that so far but that's it's insane to me yeah like <laughs> you're restricting uh movement you know to, to when, such an extent like are you even when, free anymore you guys have those 15 minute cities now right like what is that about oh yeah. you can only you know go talking for... about yeah, minutes. but you can only be in the city limits for 15 minutes without having to uh, pay. Mm. Crazy. Yeah, it's the um, same. Charlotte paid, I... when we was in the Birmingham trip, Dan, do you remember Charlotte paid for the congestion, <laughs> for the congestion charge in London? She paid for that when we yeah. were in Birmingham, so <laughs> she had to pay twice. <laughs> can I tell a DUI story? Sure. Uh, a good friend of mine uh, was at a bar and he met two girls at the bar at the same time and they had planned to now have sex so he was going to have a threesome he was very excited nice so he Mm. after drinking heavily the whole night he jumped in his car and was now doing a hundred miles an hour back to his house (laughs) because he was very excited and uh he got pulled over he got arrested he didn't have his threesome oh man and it was just a disaster of a night for him uh, went to jail. Now, year goes by, and now me and him are going to go on a trip to Canada. We like to go up to Montreal, right? So I drive the six, seven hours up to the border from where we're at in Staten Island. And at the border, they take us into the refugee like detention center, and we have no idea why. And I'm sitting there with... Um, you know, like people from Afghanistan trying to enter Canada <laughs> and they're ripping our car apart. Like just everything's getting taken. They're going through our luggage and we're like, what the fuck is happening? They take him and they bring him into a back room, like interrogation room. Fuck it and we come to find out this was all because he had a DUI. They turn like in Canada, you're a felon. 
Jesus. If, if you have one. Like, he, they're treating him like he's a criminal trying to cross the border illegally into the country. And Fucking they, they crazy. Yeah. And we had to we had to go back. We did, They wouldn't let us in. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought to myself, I was like, if, if, if over here, if you were getting a threesome, I would just go to the police officer. I'm like, mate, I'll go to jail and, like, can you give me, like... You'd think that I'd would like, help. Give me ten minutes. I mean, I give don't me even need hour. ten. I was like, yeah, give me five. That's two and a half for each. Just let me... <laughs> you know what I mean? Just let me get this done. He'd be like, yeah, right, like, yeah, high five. I'm like, if you want to join in, just can't just escort me home. It, I'll, I'll look even better. That's a mm. good bribe. That is a good bribe. Yeah, yeah. Jump, yeah have just a jump. please understand, sir. <laughs> it's, it's a once in a lifetime. Don't don't do this to me. Um, yeah, there's always ways around it. I know um, in America, obviously, commuting and stuff's like a big thing, right? Like, for a commute yeah, in the UK, I, my, is like my commute minutes. is two hours every yeah. day. So I mean, Ooh, so I know bad. it's a forty it's, minutes it's for us is fun. long. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, um, but you are saving saving money. You are now not spending money on these things. So you, there is ways around it. Um, if it is impossible, then yeah, you're gonna have to look for a new job. That's the price you have to pay, I guess, for for what happened. But life goes yeah. on. I mean, it, it hurts. And yeah, it stings. I mean, you you have to. Keep a stiff upper lip. Think, lie back and think of England. You'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> we we have faith in you. Obviously, it's been a couple of weeks. We probably know you're already sorted by now. But yeah, life goes on. I mean, it's it happens. Don't kill you yourself. Know. No, live and learn. <laughs> live and learn. And um, it's a life whatever, you just, whatever you decide to email in, let us know so we can pass and let everyone know. Um, but I'm sure it's okay. Everything everything seems bad when it happens, but after a couple of days, it's all right. <laughs> um, oh, it's a quick one for Jamie. Uh, listener says, "Good episode." Uh, I wanted to know how Jamie is finding the new two K game, and if he fancies joining my pro AM team, he's more than welcome. I love the way they're asking you to join their game, and they have no idea if you're shit or not. Pro am, <laughs> yeah, pro am team, yeah. I yeah, I I'm I'm good. I'm a good player. But, but you're I'd have to be on that. the US servers. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Well, uh, well, uh, NBA? Yeah. NBA, yeah. Mm. The new game's not, not bad. It's okay. A lot of people hate it because they shoot, but I'm uh, I'm a center, so... They shoot? Well, like, they've got guns now. Is that is that in basketball? Uh... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's America. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special animation you can unlock down. <laughs> um, are the Celtics good this year? Uh, I'm a bit worried about them. Uh, post preseason, we've been doing all right, but uh, we've done a lot of trades at the minute, so I'm a bit concerned. But we'll see. Mm. We have to see whoever. I'm concerned that our center is going to be fucking out on injury because he's injury prone, and we give some good players away to get him. So, I know uh, my co-host Brian is a massive. He's he's the sports guy on the show. Yeah, and uh, he loves the New York Jets. Like that's his life. Mm. He's obsessed with them. And for months, he was telling me this is their year. They're going to win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> and. Literally, I don't know if you guys followed this at all. The fourth play of the first season game this year, there they had they got this guy Aaron Rodgers, who's like yeah. uh, hailed as one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Like mm. he's he's very very good. And Brian was like, this guy is the ticket. He's going to carry them to the the Super Bowl this year. And the fourth play of the first game, he broke his leg. 
Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Yeah, it's mad. <laughs> You're like, well, that's sports, isn't it? He, he was inconsolable. Like, he was, he called me up just, like, devastated. Like, like it was like he, he was shot, you know? <laughs> like, no, no recording today. That's it. Yeah. I'm staying yeah. well, he, he Actually, he wanted to do an emergency show where he could just vent about the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, scrambling through, like, DVDs and that to try and find a movie that represents it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah uh jamie will think it over i have to say i, I don't vouch for him in case he's shit so um we'll see what he says later on okay i, I average well my points i'm averaging well <laughs> um so this listener says after hearing the news of russell brand what do you guys think about it so uh, i tried to give ant a heads up but Yes, it didn't. It didn't go through. But um, no. I think I think we can talk about this. Yeah, uh, I have to talk about quick about it. Now, Russell Brand, you know, he is very famous comedian. I, I think his heyday was probably about ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, the height of his popularity. Uh, but recently, his big thing has been going after the pharmaceutical companies on the internet. Yeah, yeah. He he has a show. And he kind of tells it like it is as far as he sees it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is messing, or at least, you know, criticizing some of the most powerful people on the planet. And I think that's something to be lauded. Uh, he recently, I, I don't know if he went on Tucker Carlson's show or Carlson was on his show. Do you guys know about this? Do you uh, know who Tucker Carlson is? I know who he is, but I haven't heard that he was on there. Yeah. Well, Tucker Carlson is like... Uh, he was the biggest guy on Fox News, which is like the, cons- or at least it used to be the conservative news, uh, cable news outlet here in the states. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, he he was huge. He, he he had the biggest show every year, um, like routinely, and Fox News fired him, uh, I guess a few months ago. And since then, he's gone and moved his show over to Twitter, where it's like 10 times as popular as it ever was on Fox News. And when those two got together and started mouthing off about, you know, Pfizer and things like that, it seems like they pissed off the wrong people. Because out of nowhere, it seems like um, he became a target. Now, I what are what exactly are the allegations? Do you guys know that that he's some sort of um, deviant? I know yeah. there was one, Basically. something to do with a sixteen-year-old girl, right? And then there's multiple. But, but like, nobody has said anything about this girls. for years. Well, you know? that's what that's what I was going to say on it. Like, I think I don't know why anyone's surprised. He's already came out in the past and said he's a sex addict sex and stuff addict. like that. He's a heroin addict, and he was a chauvinist and a piece of shit and a drug addict. Um... So now, I don't know is why people remorseful are about that, or is it just like that's what I am and that's how I'll remain? I think I think he's remorseful now because he's clean and sober and mm-hmm. in a dedicated relationship and stuff. But at the end of the day, I think the timing of it is exactly what you said, Ant. I think he's he's going it's, after people. It yeah. certainly seems suspicious. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, everyone knew. Why didn't he was it doing come out ten like years that? ago? Yeah. Right. Why didn't this come out ten years ago? Yeah. Especially yeah. during the Me Too movement, where everyone was like, "Weinstein's yeah. doing this," and mm. it's like, "Well, that was the perfect time to." And it's corrupt as fuck over here, like of like uh, BBC and 
and all that sort of stuff. Well, that's like, government-owned media, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no frills propaganda channel. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, as well, he was... That we have to pay for. Because we... Right. Well, yeah. We went through a massive problem with, like, uh, energy crisis. And he was yeah. going on I mean, about... Europe uh, really took a wallop, it seems like. Yeah, uh, but the companies the... Oh. tripled their budget. They tripled their annual income. Because mm-hmm. we were suffering and they were fucking making bank right and i i don't think the uk was part of this but i I certainly germany and and france uh were purchasing most of their oil i think from the russians yeah and then uh when the and uh, while at the same time deactivating all of their nuclear uh facilities yeah you know the the power plants and things and then when when the war in the ukraine started everybody was fucked yeah you know yeah Uh, not to mention someone mysteriously blew up a pipeline uh (laughs) (laughs) thank you oh i don't get to talk about this stuff on my show brian cuts me out (laughs) (laughs) but that's the thing though like he um he says that he's now a reporter, doesn't he? He said he's a, a journalist or whatever. And the thing that makes me laugh is that nowadays, no one gives a fuck about the news, right? Everyone's got a podcast. Everyone's got right. social media where they can speak freely. They don't get censored. Twitter is the number one news source in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, it's people on the ground. You, you'll you see a video of the real event before it's ever been filtered through the mass media. You know? Oh, yeah, before, definitely. Before somebody can ever come up with their take on it, yeah. you can see mm. the real event happening in real time on the internet. So this is the, all they've got, is to, like, right. crush people or try and... Because Joe Rogan had the same thing, right? Like, during COVID, he was taking a drug that was prescribed to him to go over COVID, and he got over it really yes. quickly. And the media uh-huh. was like just trying to slay him and they were like you don't know who this guy is right like he has millions of people listening to him like you yeah, can't, yeah. you're not you're not shutting up joe rogan yeah exactly yeah so you're a fucking idiot so that's what's happening is like they're that's their last resort right oh well we've got sources where we can bring up this yeah. person and and not I to think, say I that the women it... aren't genuine but you don't know mm. do you i think but... what it is is 10 years ago when he was doing all this shit he was part of the mainstream media, so they didn't touch him. And now that he's... He played uh, for the right team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he, now, he's, he, now he's on his own side. Yeah. This is what's happening. Yeah. Narrative is everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if, you ba- if you're someone backing up whatever the, the powers that be uh, want you to say, you will be fine. You can say anything you want. Yeah. yeah. But the second, t- the second you go and say, wait a minute, I don't like what's happening here and it seems out of place now you're a molester you know <laughs> and that's the easiest way to like ruin someone's life isn't it is to be like oh this person's Nowadays, gone forward yeah. yeah i mean that's the thing and like don't get me wrong i i loathe russell brand i've never liked him ever mm-hmm. I, I used to have like when the people mentioned his names i used to have involuntary spasms of like cursing when he come out he definitely I, I don't i never really followed his career all oh, that closely he's just an awful fucking oh i hate you and his girly headed yeah. fucking ah oh, yeah. he sings rather loud and, yeah yeah oh, and when you listen to him he is great grading a bit <laughs> i i say he's like a race car so like when he starts talking he starts talking like really sort of slowly and then he speeds up and then he can't stop speaking and then he's not breathing anymore and he's like and it's just like five minutes without a fucking breath and you're like i can't i don't even know what you're saying now mate 
Yeah, That's how Dane Cook used to be over here. Oh. You guys remember Dane Cook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a, he was a big comedian about fifteen years ago, and, and it was a <laughs> yeah. It's just like fucking hell. But yeah, no, like I, even though I hate his guts, like he's saying the right things for like us, right? It's like why are we getting fucked while they're making money? Why are mm. we taking this drug that wasn't so? tested yeah so <laughs> I mean, yeah people, I, people's hearts are exploding this yeah. is real this is so, uh, whether i like him or not the things he's saying are correct and yeah i think it's all a massive conspiracy this documentary just happens to come out when he's been on telly slagging off all mm-hmm. these yeah. billion companies it's it doesn't excuse yeah. what he did but it's just the timing of it yeah. that's, the, that's the, the last vestiges that i think mainstream media and, and you know the giant hollywood media apparatus is boomers mm. They will never leave that. They're obsessed with it. They're addicted to it. Mm-hmm. I know, like, I I work with people in their 50s, the late 50s and their 60s. The TV has to be on at all times, and they're glued to it. And whatever it says is the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my granddad yeah. was like that. <laughs> it's like, my yeah. mom's like Everybody's granddad. Yeah. Like oh, that. man. The shit <laughs> used to come out with. I'm like, where, where did you hear that? It was, like, oh, it was in yeah. the paper. I was like, bullshit. Exactly. You any anyone under forty is like, where did if if this is being in print media or it's coming from a news station, your gut reaction is they're lying to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the base, and I think it's very healthy that that's beginning to happen more. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, look at look at um when the Ukraine war started. If you guys remember, do you remember the ghost of Kiev? Yeah. No. Yeah. This was something that started to go around right in the first hours of the war, which was like heavy push all over social media and and TV news of this fighter pilot for the Ukrainians who was shooting down uh, tons of Russian (laughs) MiGs, you know, left and right. And he's a hero and he's saving the country. It was all fake. It was just like stories coming out. No one knew what was happening, and they just came up with a narrative and ran with it immediately. I think we're about to see the same type of thing with Israel. What's happening? Oh God! Yeah. Speak, oh, you know, like, yeah. I have no fucking clue what's happening down there. No. And then China and, as well. Like, Taiwan. Let's let's sit back and and figure out what what information is going to get out to us, and then we can fi- a month from now we can figure out what has been happening in the last three days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If it was you never like, know uh, the behind enemy lines. After the fact. Mm-hmm. Is it behind enemy lines? The Jude Law, where he's a Russian sniper. That no. that was enemy at the gates. Enemy at the gates. Yeah, it was yeah. In Stalingrad. Yeah, where he like good movie. He bad accents, yeah. but good movie. Oh, it was a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he basically becomes this like person that everyone sort of like looks up Rally. to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it becomes like a propaganda movement isn't it yeah and he's he hasn't killed yeah. as many people as the papers say but he's still out there right mm. exactly yeah. um <laughs> that was stalinism you know <laughs> that's been... oh man i might have to watch that movie that um i like the bird in it she was in um mummy she was in the mummy she was in the mummy um I can't remember her name. What's her name? Her ass in that is amazing because she bangs She is him. insanely hot. Yeah. Or was. Uh, <laughs> she was in a movie called Envy with Ben Stiller and Jack Black. Did you ever oh, see yeah. That? Yeah, yeah. Hilarious movie. Yeah. That One was... of the most like underrated Didn't that have Christopher comedies. Walken in it? Yes, it did. He yeah. was the J-Man. Yeah. 
(laughs) 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 Fucking great film. Bizarre as fuck, but so good. Um, Anyway, I can't remember what the point was. Yeah, Russell Brand's a cunt, but yeah, anyway. (laughs) But um, yeah, the things he's saying are, are right. I don't discredit that. If you think he's... I mean, whether they're right or wrong is irrelevant. It's just he should be allowed to say them. And it's it's kind of clear to people who are paying attention that he's being made to not be able to say yeah. it. You know? Yeah. yeah. They're trying to silence him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and when, if he's a piece of shit back then, he's going to be a piece of shit now anyway. Whether he's fucking sober or what. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not running to listen to his fucking. I, listen, I tried to for this this question. I was listening to his episode of Joe Rogan, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to strangle the fucking life out of him. It was just <laughs> fucking driving me mad. Oh. Um. So yeah, hopefully that <laughs> answered your question. So this listener says, "I have a job opportunity coming up that I've been waiting for for a long time. Only problem: the company's offering me the role. It's based out in Finland." It's my dream job, but it means moving to a country I don't know and have no connections to, let alone know the language. Do I wait and pray that something comes up in the UK or do I uproot my life and take the chance in another country? Many thanks. Wow. That's huge. I would go for it. I mean, mean, as long as you don't have anything tying you here. Like, if you're a young man, why would you not, you know? Um I get like family stuff, like if you don't want to uproot, you know, a wife and kids. But if you're yeah. all alone, I, I don't, do you guys know this man personally? No, 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 no. no. That was just see his. He's uh, written in yeah, a few I... times, and he is this a regular listener? No, he's a fresh. Oh, it's a new one. Yeah, fresh I mean, that's, one. That's one of those like life experiences that'll define you as a person as you get older. Mm. You'll be like, yeah, I, I worked in Finland. I became a Finn for a couple of years. So cool. <laughs> but then there's that, like, if he's like, oh, no, I can't do it. I don't know what the job is, but the jobs in the UK are shit. And, like, if he missed out on it and down the road, he's like, I should have bit the bullet. You know what I mean? He's done it. Yeah, I think I think if he goes into it, gets the experience in the role, then you can pick up one um, or a similar job here. Mm-hmm. Easily done. If he's already Is got the job market the really bad over there right now. Oh, it's crap. It can be, yeah. Especially yeah, in Scotland. It... Scotland's dire. Yeah. I guess it is <laughs> compared to England. Even though they want independence and we've got no jobs, no no oil, no electricity. <laughs> you know, <it's> like... <laughs> yeah. What, what was that all about? That that big referendum. They basically that? feel that they can do it on their own, but they've sold everything. Mm-hmm. So all of our all of our turbines or wind turbines that they're really happy about are owned by like the French. They're like, oh, we've got oil reserves, but they won't touch them. I mean, right. you've got no revenue. That The banks were like, you're not going to be allowed to use the pounds. You're going to have to use your own your own thing. And then they're like, we want to be on our own. But as soon as we leave the UK, we're going to join the EU. It's like, well, that's more people than the one country it's you want to leave. Yeah, right. It's the anti-Brexit. Thing. Yeah. So it's like, but it will never fucking happen. I, I, I think... Um... Did, did, were they receiving like tons of benefits from being in the EU? Just the Scots themselves. They received I, loads. I remember of... when Brexit happened. Scotland was overwhelmingly to stay in. Yeah, because yeah. England was was out. Um, they they had a big to do. And correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, with this whole Scottish independence thing, there was like a big thing with with su- nuclear submarine bases at Scarpa Flow in like Scotland and stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys know about this? I don't know about yeah. that, no. 
Like yeah, there the... was a, there was a lot of things around. Uh, there's a military base up in the islands as well, which was mm-hmm. under. We've got uh, one in the south. I I think NATO uses the naval bases in Scotland to kind of monitor what the Russians do in the mm. in the Arctic Sea, oh. and if if Scotland was to uh, go independent, it would jeopardize that. Mm-hmm. So. There may be some global influences, you know, dictating what the Scots are allowed to get away with as far as... Uh, it's just the whole thing baffles me. Because it's like, if you ask a Scottish person about England giving them money, they're like, no, they don't. But then during COVID, the first lockdown was, you know, everyone was involved. And then uh, Sturgeon actually went on the on the radio and she was like, oh, yeah, there'll be a second lockdown. It, we need it. But she'll be like, there's only going to be a second lockdown if England can pay for it. Oh. So it's like, well, how nice. can you say that we don't get, they don't get any money when you're like, well, we can't do a lockdown. <laughs> Everyone's life's at risk unless someone's like, oh, you go, here's a bit of money. So it's- the independence thing is really weird because my dad is from, Ed- from Scotland, from Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And um, he's lived in England. We always take the piss. We say he's basically English now. He's lived in England for like 30 years. Does he hate still that? Got- he hates it. Yeah. <laughs> Scottish people hate English people. <laughs> and uh, my dad's like, oh, "When I'm going to vote for them to be independent. I was like, Dad, you've been living fucking Luton for the last 30 years. You can't vote for independence. I said, there'll be a hard border. That's one of the things they tried to avoid is doing a hard border. Mm-hmm. And um, it could be a potential for another Nor- Northern Ireland situation. And they didn't want to do it. Oh, so, yeah. That'd be twenty years of new... fucking war, wouldn't it? It won't happen. Internal war. It won't happen. It's. I. I mean, there were a lot of people saying that the the UK as it exists wouldn't survive Queen Elizabeth, her death. You know, um, she seemed to be, at least symbolically, the thing holding the whole place together. I mean, you guys, you guys tend to hate each other for long periods of time over there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We hate everything. <laughs> we we Even hate a good day, we hate a bad day. Yeah, <laughs> everything is like, oh, we wish it was hot, and then when it's hot, they're like, fuck, this sucks. Wish it was cold. It's 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 just a turmoil. Life is turmoil. What's the um? What's the current uh, feeling on the streets about uh, the monarchy? Uh, well, it's uh, basically yeah. finished in Scotland. <laughs> really, it's it's very divided. Yeah, yeah there's no people like me who do Charles, not give mate. a shit about. Um, that basically the monarchy are just like a a tourist trade for for people like me. Mm. But there's some people that are really into them. Like they're going fucking camp outside Buckingham Palace and shit like that because they're obsessed and they wear like badges right. on their hats and shit. They're just fucking mental. But there's yeah. a big divide. Yeah, I mean, that, that's like the uber traditionalists, right? Yeah, like the mm. the, uh, the nationalist folks. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's as an American. We tend to look at it as, as as an archaic thing that doesn't need to exist. No. But part of me, like I've I've been an Anglophile my whole life. I lo- I love England. My grandmother instilled that in me. I, I grew up with stories about the Blitz, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Part of part of me is is I, I I always admire from afar the the monarchy. I want it, I want it to continue. I I, I miss the empire. Oh, you me know? too. <laughs> get rid I of the fucking was... parliament. I could get to fuck. Give it back to the... Well, except not Charles. Yeah. Charles is a fucking loon bag. I wouldn't give it to him, but Elizabeth should have been... She was top notch. Um, but yeah, no. I, Finland's a really nice place. Like, yeah, there's not a lot 
depending on where you end up. Like we have, I have a mate that lives in Finland, nicest fucking guy. Like I'd quite yeah. happily, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one. A lot of, of those... great bands in Finland. A lot there of great are metal definitely, bands. yeah, there absolutely <laughs> are. I I still reckon it with like friends and that should be supportive anyway. But like family are always going to be supportive. They're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go for a year or two, the language is nothing because if they're hiring from out of Finland in other countries, there's going to be loads yeah, of people there. Anyway. Yeah. So I can imagine a... Finland would be very much like Amsterdam is yeah. very much uh, everyone speaks with an American accent because they all watch TV all the time, American shows all the time. <laughs> a lot of them. So I can happen? imagine Finland's like that. Yeah, <laughs> Does that, that really happens. happen? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Can you guys when do I was an American in... accent? No. When I, was in, uh... <laughs> when I was in Amsterdam, I was smoking a lot of weed because weed's legal over there. And we, me and the boys were yeah. absolutely stoned and we were walking around and I was convinced that we were in America for about 20 minutes because no <laughs> one spoke. <laughs> no one spoke with a fucking Norwegian accent at all. Dutch. <laughs> all the clogs going around. But yeah, no, I, um, I think it's a, a no-brainer, for me anyway, because I know, depending on what your situation in the UK, it's not really great over here. And if a job, mm. job opportunity comes up that you really, really want, then yeah, you know I mean, there's not much stopping you. Like unless you said, like you've got kids, they've got that would be school. the only thing yeah. to hold someone back. You know, a wife and kids. Otherwise, what are you doing? Yeah. Go, go be on Try the fucking plane already. You know yeah, I mean? it's Finland. It's not like you're going to you know someplace horrible. It's... Oh, it's going <laughs> yeah, to be absolutely beautiful. Helsinki's probably nice. Can you imagine it? And then when it's like really fucking snowing, everyone just gets together and gets blitzed. Like, yeah, yeah the, I'm sure the place just shuts down. Yeah, you know? yeah, they basically just huddle together for warmth and just get fucking prompt. <laughs> like the, um... I, think, I think it's far enough north where it's like one of those places that's dark six months of the year yeah. too. And, and, <laughs> and that's another reason just to get drunk. They are drunk right. all the fucking time. It's amazing. <laughs> and um, my mate that who's Finnish, all the places there, like his apartment block and that, had like saunas. He just he was like, oh yeah, no, I booked the sauna. In. I can't talk. I've got to be gone in like ten minutes. And I'm like, all right then. <laughs> that's amazing. Like, yeah, yeah so it's only it's only a three hour flight from London. Yeah, thirty three quid return. There you go. I might either. join you, mate. Might come out yeah. for a day. Yeah, that's <laughs> like me going to Florida. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so get off your fucking ass and do it. Unless yeah. obviously there's another reason. Then that's another email for another time. But mm. do it. No reason why you shouldn't do it. Right. Last email. So this listener says. Hey, you pair of beauties. Sad news. After all the arguing with the lads, we're now not moving in our house share together. Some sour apples ruined it for the rest of us. It sounds... It's been a long time coming, isn't it? It sounds like after all the problems, it's probably best not to share a house with these people. Um, So you dodged it. They were arguing over money and stuff like that before they'd even moved in. Yeah. What happened to the lads? They were... It was all something... (laughs) Well, yeah. That's that's not even a thing. Like we'll lads will fuck each other over any thing they get. <laughs> All that what's that? Um uh bros before hose. Oh yes. Yeah, bollocks. Yeah. I don't know what crackhead Nobody made that up. Fuck Nobody yeah. follows that. No. <laughs> I even... just watched a movie um last night. It's called The Ritual. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You seen it? Yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah, uh, they went they went on a lad strip to to Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, even a hint of a woman 
then you, you're fucked. No, man. yeah, yeah, none. I mean, yeah, <laughs> bro. So that's a stupid fucking sentence. Um, <laughs> so he says, "I'm still living with the couple from my previous email, and I told her I emailed in about the dishwasher thing, and I'll, I'll explain that in a minute, and uh, and it cleared the air when she listened to you guys making light of the situation. So good work, gents. Keep it up." So his original email was because he was living with um, his mate and her boyfriend, and he went. He emptied the dishwasher. Being... He, he, he was living with a with a girl. Yeah, and her boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, he's he's a leech. Well, <laughs> you, don't, you don't live with a with a couple. You 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 well, mean you know, no, you're he, he could have moved in, and she was single. Hey, if you're paying your way, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, um, yeah. So he emptied. He was emptying the dishwasher to be like a good roomie, and uh, okay. and sitting on the top shelf was a, a dildo that she. Oh, put. yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. I remember this out. now. Yeah, he was freaking out a bit about it, but I was like, "Well, she's keeping her hygiene up, so you should shake her hand." You know what I mean, well done. <laughs> that was on Brian's show. She left it out. Her, she's the one with the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless it was his. <laughs> we were saying like it's not like she like shuffled to the dishwasher while it was in and just went whoop and plopped it in. <laughs> and dropped it in. Yeah. yeah you know, but I we would discuss this. We didn't even realize women did that. Apparently, but uh, it says on Apparently Google you can. Thing, yeah. yeah, it disinfects it and keeps it. Yeah, clean. I mean, well done what's to the her. Alternative. You wash it by hand, and I imagine that might get a little weird. It's like, it's like soap on a rope, isn't it? Trying to hold onto it. Right. Um, so he says, I saw Jamie is away again. He kept that quiet this time. Rhodes is a lovely place. I can't wait to hear some stories. He, uh, he didn't keep... I'm, I always take the piss out of him when he goes on holiday because he's doing it all the time. Um, so he says, anyway, I have a girl, and she's nice, and she's ticking the boxes in most departments. But she is really not happy with the fact they work with my ex. We split up over a year ago and work in the same off- office, but we rarely talk. And if we do, it is only in a professional sense. How do I go on about convincing my new girl that I'm not going to run back to my ex? And that it is a turn off when she accuses me or even so much as asks me who I'm texting all the time. Thanks, yeah, guys. that's annoying. Yeah, nobody likes being accused of of uh, being a cheater when you're not. Yeah, um, mm. yeah, that sucks that that he has to work with his ex girlfriend. But um, I'm a proponent of putting a ring on it. You know, <laughs> we we we. How long are you gonna be a fucking bachelor for? How old? I mean, if I assume if they're listening, you guys are what in your thirties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I mean, if if you gotten this to this point, I assume they're similar age. What are you waiting for? Mm. Fucking your twenties are over. Stop fucking around. Go marry this girl. Have, start a family. Be be good to her, and all that shit will go away. That's basically what. Jamie yeah, a bit did. of show of commitment, isn't it? Yeah, show a bit of commitment. Didn't you, Jamie? Huh? Like before, I said that's basically what you did because I remember you were always having arguments, and then <laughs> someone we're not going to mention got involved and was like, "Oh well, if he's not gonna, if he doesn't love you, it's because he hasn't given a ring." And then you went. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The pressure and then started. Once you gave the ring, whoomp, it holds the whole. Well, no. After that, it was like, when are we getting married? But uh, <laughs> all like the accusing and that stopped like straight away. Yeah, because the way me and my wife got together was through cheating. So it was like, <laughs> I I already yeah. had a bad rap <laughs> before I started. So did she. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of homewreckers found each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, so I do understand it, but um, as years have gone on, it's been less and less and less. I used to be the crazy jealous uh, boyfriend as well, not necessarily oh, yeah. with with Charlotte, but with previous girls. And um, it is you're accusing people because of your own insecurities, really, and that's what I was doing. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's different though. Like it's not like he's texting. Like you work with someone. Yeah, they just be part of a group chat or whatever. If you're not like texting them, you're not talking to them, and you're seeing them at work. What's the? Because we had a listener that was like, "Oh, I've been with this girl a month, and she's always talking to her ex, and then all of a sudden she disappears, and she's on Facebook going out with him, got back together Mm -hmm. with him." That's a completely different. Yeah, I mean, people need to hang out socially. That I would get annoyed with. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like 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 oh, we're uh, we're all going out for drinks after work, you know, and now you're hanging out. She's hanging out with her ex boyfriend. No, yeah, that's no a bit go. off key. Yeah, yeah. but uh, as far as a professional setting, I guess that's just something you have to learn to deal with. Yeah, you can't give up. I know my my side. wife's a nurse, and uh, I know one of her ex boyfriends works in the same hospital. It's just something. It's 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 not ideal, but it's something that I have to be okay with. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no way around it. No, people have got to earn a living. You know what I mean? You can't exactly. be like, oh, well, I've got to split up now and find a new career, a new job, because no, it's fucking ridiculous. I do think as well, the more accusing the person is, could push the listener back that way, direction, because he's always thinking, oh, Very potentially true. I might be going back there. So it's always in his mind. If you're going to keep telling me I'm doing this, I might as well fucking do it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. That was a, that. I remember that <clears throat> reminds me of. A, so sometimes we get like, "What if?" questions, and um, we had another podcast on, and the question was, "Would you rather kick a baby and no one know it, or not kick a baby and everyone think you did?" And it was like, wow. and it was like, well, if everyone thinks I've done it, then I might as well just go out and do it. Like, second, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> What a great question. Yeah. Oh, that was, it, a, that was a good one. It's like the trolley car. The what? Trolley the car. trolley car. Yeah, yeah. It's um. There's a trolley on, on, a, on some railroad tracks, and, and it's going to kill three people. Okay? Uh-huh. Now, you have the option to throw the switch, and it'll kill one person. Oh. But you've gotten involved. Now, if you just do nothing... You're not, you're not, uh, it's no blame of yours, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you get involved, you've now killed a person. Yeah. So what is the uh, morally correct thing to do, you yeah. know? That's Three people in... are going to die if you do nothing, yeah. but you have no blame on you. One person is going to die if you, if you intervene. That's always in cartoons and that, isn't it? They do that. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I would intervene and then die. disappear into the night push. like a fucking Batman. Oh, <laughs> 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 Jamie just just lies to the end. No, I wasn't there. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think this is definitely a conversation, and like, it, you can't be like acute. You got to be understanding, because obviously, like Jamie says, it's past traumas and things like that that have you know caused this. Yeah, this like nervousness. Because <laughs> I had a girl. Um, she was a fucking. I think she was like schizophrenic by the end of it, but. <laughs> I worked. I worked in a bakery, and it was like, yeah, she's a nut. Jo- anyway, um, <laughs> I worked in a bakery, and it was like all women. It's not my fucking mm-hmm. fault. I, I mean, I got hired to. So, Bake. I I used to like. I didn't speak about my work because I knew she hated any time I spoke to a woman. And then she would go to me, like, "How's your day?" And I'd be like, "Oh, it wasn't bad." <laughs> um, 
Sarah did this. And she goes, why are you talking about her? I was like, you just oh, asked me how my day... Me. What do you mean, why am I talking about her? You asked me my, how my day was. <laughs> oh, well, you didn't have to bring her up. And, and started an argument. And so, you know what I mean? It's fucking mental, yeah. ballistic shit. So yeah, I can understand like why it's a turn off and things like that. But it's definitely a conversation that if she can't... Um, even if they tick all the boxes, you know I mean? If they're batshit crazy, it's just going to come out more and more and more. Well, it doesn't sound like she's batshit crazy. It sounds like she's a little bit jealous. And I think yeah. she'll get over it in time. And if she's ticking the boxes, you heard it from me, put a ring on it. Just make it happen. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll, you'll thank yourself later. Yeah. Being married is actually good. It's fun. <laughs> but you got, it you got to discuss it out. It can yeah. be. Well, it can be, yeah. Um, I think Charlotte gave me like an ultimatum because I was a a little shit when we first got together and I was still going out doing acting as though I was uh, out with the lads every weekend and um, accusing Charlotte of this, this and that. Charlotte basically just sent me a long... I knew when I got a paragraph through sent in text, I knew I had fucked up. That's never good. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) she basically said to me, if you carry on with what you're doing then we're not going to last. And then that kind of sorted my act out. So maybe you just have to kind of be harsh to be kind at the same time. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, say to her, look, this is affecting the relationship. I can't handle the constant accusations when nothing's happening. Suck yeah. it up or... No, man. You get, you get no ring. I'll keep it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Thank you so much for coming out. We really appreciate taking the time to be on the show. If you, um, if it you want to let pleasure. Them... I'm, I was very excited to do this. Yeah, I, I've wanted to do this for a while, um, <laughs> but I, I just needed you guys to actually invite me. So oh, thank you so much. Hopefully uh, you were entertained by the emails because sometimes we get some emails that are like just directed towards us. But um, I think there was a good. No, these were good there. conversation pieces. I was yeah. I was happy to talk. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you, this is your chance now to. Uh, plug what brian has already plugged to make it interesting yeah so (laughs) for anyone who doesn't know i'm on a show called reviewing history um the premise of the of the program is me and my two buddies brian and steve we will watch uh movies based on historical events and then we'll talk about the real history behind those events uh we get a little deep with it sometimes but some but it's light and fun and we make jokes Mm -hmm. um brian has asked me to plug uh, that on November 24th, we will be releasing a Christmas special. Nice. Um, and you have to pay for it. So the the money for that will be going, at least half of it, half of the money that we raise through that will go to the St. Jude's uh, Children's Hospital. So uh, it's like a little charity thing we're doing. Um, and it'll be at least two, possibly three full episodes of the show for Christmas, like Christmas-themed stuff. So uh, anybody who wants to be a part of that, we greatly appreciate it. Um, we have a website you can visit, uh, rviewhistory.com, I believe it is. No, rviewhistorypod.com, where you can buy T-shirts and hats and listen to the show. So thank you very much. Uh, anybody who wants to uh, come along, we greatly appreciate it. And, of course, listen to the Two Men No Hope podcast. Even though <laughs> if you're hearing this, you already do. So, thank you. <laughs> thank Thanks. You. No one's ever done that before. That was quite nice at the end. But, uh, we yeah. passed over to you, Jamie, to, uh, to outro us. Yeah, thanks again for coming on, Ant. We do appreciate you coming. Um, as always, guys, if you want to send in any uh, questions, any feedback or any 
um, content, content ideas for the show to make our lives easier, um, send it into two men no hope at gmail.com. And that's it from me. And from me. And uh, we'll hopefully have you back again, Ant. Anytime. Uh, this was a very much uh, a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Right. See everyone later.